Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 101 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. We're going to school you today in Fresher and Parlance 101. Yep. <laughs> you know, I put, I put the Highway 101 in the post, but uh, Fresher and Parlance 101 is, is much better. I'm going to school you. And unlike those yeah. other shows, we're live, so we don't cut anything out. So what you see is yes. what you get. It's happening right now. By the way, you can join in uh, by tweeting us at Fresh and Par, or just comment in the YouTube or Facebook pages, which are respectively Fresh and Par. I am getting a little bit of cracky but, audio from you, just so I you know. know. Sorry, Sue. I'm trying out a new setup because my other computer more completely died. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But I need to. Work it out. It's the whole USB three driver is only supporting ninety six endpoints, which is dumb. And I think my sound card uses more than that. Like it uses the max thirty two or six or whatever. So that's why it's getting crackly. Well, that throughput. That's kind of sucky. So uh, try not to uh, do too much throughputting, if you know what I mean. I know. I don't even know what is like would be doing it, but. It's just your, it's your um, glow, it's your, it's, it's your high energy smile pressure is what's causing. I know. Is it still happening? It's intermittent. It's not, it's not as bad as it, it was just a moment ago. I got to close so, some uh, windows. I got too many porn videos playing during the show. That's how I, that's how I keep it real. <laughs> it's true. We don't even know if you're wearing pants. For all we know, you're naked under there just, you know, you know, dealing with stuff. <laughs> I mean, just um, so you know, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to leave that to mystery. And, and, <laughs> uh, out there. So we're coming off our episode 100, which was a very much talked about show. We had a lot of comments about the whole thing. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people enjoying My it. My mom was upset at you. It is true. She thought you were too, too harsh on me at like a, you know, for the whole wedding, the, you know, marriage stuff. You mean the signing? But, Get it right. Yes, but you, I mean, I, I I see where you're coming from with, like, just being, like, upset that you didn't know about it or whatever, so. Well, I mean, I appreciate like, it. Not I upset, per se, but uh, emotional, I guess I would say more accurately. That is true. I get emotional about many things. I mean, I heard, I heard people say, Parlance, I heard it in your voice. I heard the way you felt in your voice. That's what I, I, I got. Yeah, so, and I appreciate that. I mean, I'm glad that, uh, that we have a real heart-to-heart, you know? Yeah, too bad we had to do it on air. Um, anyway, uh, so... <laughs> it's for the people. It's for the people. It's, it's for the people. Although, I mean, there was tons of people who, who didn't ever really listen to an episode who went and listened to the episode, and they, were, they said that they really enjoyed the, 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 the repartee between us and they kind of enjoyed the shredding, the, the, the shredding story, even though it was I know, right? a little drawn out. I, uh, um, so anyway, uh, you know, the, the wife was away this last week. So uh, I got a lot of video game playing in. I got uh, some, some golf. I went golfing all weekend. I, I played 13 holes on Friday uh, 18 holes on Saturday and nine holes on Sunday. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of holes for the wife being on. It is. Oh, 
Um, <laughs> so, I, so, folks, I don't know. I'm getting a little bit of an echo from Fresher's side, so I apologize if that's coming through. Oh, no. Actually, I just want to fix that. Just, um, but anyway, I played at a country club on Sunday with a coworker, Fresher. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I've never played at a – well, that's not true. I played at a country club when I was a kid. They used to have these uh, high school – Golf at different country clubs around the area, kind of thing. As a high school, yeah, I was, I was on the high school golf team. We didn't play in the country clubs, though. Well, no, trust me, we didn't normally play. This was something you had to sign up for. It wasn't like everyone did it. Was it was just like a special high school thing, and um, I kind of uh, and I so, but I, I never really went as quote unquote like with a member or you know a, a, you know as a member or I should say with a member. I'm not a member, so it was cool. Uh, got got a little gin and tonic. Got a little. It was like ninety five degrees on the golf course. It was really hot. I know it's. It was like really hot at the beginning of the week. Oof. Um. So, but uh, also, how was your weekend? Of it being hot. Uh, it was all right. But I was just going to throw in for speaking of it being hot. I was reading an article that I guess the British destroyer navy ships are having uh, breakdowns because the water temperature in, like, the waters that they're going in are a lot higher than they were designed to be. And uh, it's making the cooling of their systems, like, overheat and, like, make the power go out and stuff and all of their battleships, which is pretty ridiculous. Did you say hotter or higher, the water? Hot. It's more hot. Oh, interesting. The I thought you said higher. The water is higher than usual, and... It's making their ships not work because, like, they're not designed to be in warm water. Oh, interesting. Which so is they, weird, I think, anyways, but it seems like a bad design to just use. I mean, I don't know. But they, do they just use water to cool down the systems, and the water's just not cool enough, or something? Yeah, because they're in the like ocean, so it seems like it's the easiest way to do it. It's just that, like, when the water's warm, it doesn't work. Interesting. I, I mean, it can't be that but, warm. Apparently, it's warm enough. It's making their ships break down. <laughs> that's crazy. Like that's, that's just side of the thing. But my weekend, uh, it was okay. Let's see. What did I do? I uh, mowed my lawn. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, probably I did some stuff. Like uh, <laughs> this weekend, though, is my friend my family friends veronica's birthday and her daughter sarah is in town so we were hanging out with them it's fun and that's, uh, that's this weekend or last weekend this weekend hmm. yes well, I would, like we haven't done it yet but it's it's the birthday eve eve but uh also i caught up i'm catching up on silicon valley did you, did you watch it yet not yet not yet so I'm on like episode four. It's it's pretty good. I think I still like the first season the best, but it's like it's there's they have some good stuff going on. I won't get into it, but um, and, uh, I guess that's yeah. Speaking of catching up, I caught up on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, I caught up on that too, and I watched it. I had my regular Game of Thronesing at my friend Bryce's house. And uh, what did you think of the last two episodes? Uh, I mean, they were a little bit more boring than usual. Like, I feel like that they had some, like, it was character stuff, but 
I don't know. I wasn't that into it. I mean, they like they still developed the story, and there were a couple things that like the mega fans like wanted to happen that like they made happen, which I don't remember what they were, but they definitely were in there. Oh, one thing is like the hound coming back. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, that that was a shock. That, but I guess that did, in the books that happened, like kind of. But then they they described someone else who was like the hound. But then they never actually said that it was him. And so, like, now they're, like, going with, like, that it is him. But they're making it be, like, that other character or whatever, I guess. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Did you read the books, though, right? I did, but I don't remember much about it, actually. The le- I'll tell you, uh, honestly, after book three, the way he split yeah. the characters in book four and then five, it's just, like, I feel like he went way off script. I, I honestly don't think the books are very good anymore. I'll be, I know. I'll be f- I'm glad that you agree because I'm always like, the sh- the show's better than the books. I tell people, and people are like, oh, you're gonna read the books, but not the case. I'll tell you, books one, two, and three are phenomenal. It's when he just started diving way too deep into the characters and splitting the story. I- I'm almost yeah, to the I point. It just goes really, really far off on like random characters that like don't even matter, and then it's it- just kind of annoying. It's it is kind of annoying, and I've hey I've said it from the get go. I've said it from in 2006 when I waited in line the day one when book four came out before the show, before anything. I was in line buying that book because I was into the series, and I I remember taking that home. I remember reading half of it and throwing it down in disgust and said, "This is terrible." They don't oh, even. Yeah. <laughs> you said that like literally throwing it. <laughs> uh, do you remember what point you threw it? Like something happened, and you're like, ugh. It must have been like something like where it's like, and then he killed so and so. No, I think it was. Event. I think I think it was when I I got to the point where they started going through all of the characters again because you know this chapter by chapter a different character. And yeah, it, and it never got to any of the characters I really liked. And, and so, was, like, you started the chapter, and you're like, "No, not that one again." <laughs> Like, fucking Sansa, again, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, anyway, it's, I'm enjoying the show, and it's interesting. So, here's a, here's a concept that I would like to throw out at you, and you, if this is an interesting subject. So, the concept of fan fiction, okay? Yeah. Do you think Game of Thrones is fan fiction the tv show the tv show oh because it's not from the books yeah like so you have a source material so you have harry potter right yeah. books right and then you have well, the harry potter i po- don't think I, I see what you mean but i think that it's not because it's um it, they worked on it with like a a abram or whatever his name jj abram what's his name who, George R. R. Martin? George R. R. Martin, yeah. It's one of those double-letter double letter people. <laughs> but, uh, oh, wait, that's the, is that a movie person? J.J. Abram or whatever? Yeah, yeah, he's the one that did the latest Star Wars movie. Yeah, J. I get, it's just the double-letter name thing weird. But um, since they worked with him, I don't think it would be, because then any movie adaptation would be fan fiction. I feel like it's, or also, maybe it's just that it's, like, official. Like, I, if you just straight up write another book, 
Oh, like for instance, Twilight, right? Isn't that supposed to be like basically the same as uh, something else? I don't know. I guess my point here's what I was getting oh, no, at. No, no, no. Well, yeah. Uh, no, well, yeah. I mean, if so, we, I mean, J.K. Rawlings was intimately involved with the the, the movies, right? But yeah. I think you, I think you can make an argument that the movie was self like was self serving. You know what I'm saying? Like it was fan fiction because it was taking something that people loved and then they created their own version of it, right? They changed the name of the first one, right? The book was called Philosopher's Stone and the movie was called The Sorcerer's Stone, you know? And they removed a whole bunch of characters, a bunch of plot lines, and they just kind of created this own Harry Potter universe that was kind of separate from the books. So my question is, yeah. is that's kind of but what... But I don't fan- think it's fan fiction. You, and what so what draws the line between you're saying it's a it's officialness i feel like it's being a professional versus not being a professional well like, how do you I define mean, professional like doing it in like a business set like if you published a book like through a major publisher and it was based in a universe from something else like i don't think that's fan fiction it's just like in the world of i feel like fan fiction has to be like not a major distribution, like a minor thing. It's like a well, religion versus a cult. Well, I guess I, <laughs> I guess my point is, is like, so there's the Star Wars expanded universe, right? Yeah. And many of those books, they, there wasn't much kind of like um, oversight when it came to that that expanded universe, right? So they were just allowed anyone to kind of write Star Wars books, good and bad. Like there's good ones and bad ones. And the people that were doing it, they weren't being published. But I would say if it's if now they have this expanded universe, which is not part of canon, because the only thing that's canon right now is the the first three. The, the only thing that's canon is the things in the movies, and I think some yeah. of the the comic book stuff. So if you have the expanded universe, theoretically, any if you just got approved to write a Star Wars novel, it theoretically is fan fiction because it's not part of canon, and it's sort of kind of just like in the periphery of the main storyline. Well, I mean, I feel like it's not. It's not just, I mean, it's all definitions because like you're saying that if you did write, if I personally wrote a story and I put it on a blog that is like in canon, like it doesn't make any major stuff happen. It's just about some sort of mundane like thing in Star Wars, like a TIE fighter just randomly in the universe. It doesn't matter what happens to him. Like that is, that would be fan fiction. I guess would it or but it's I don't, in canon? No, no. Well, it, it probably is not in canon because he didn't get the you know the rubber stamp from whatever. Yeah, so now. it's like that's official thing then. That's what I mean. Then then anything that is in canon is not fan fiction because you got certified, which is the same thing as stuff that is in the expanded universe because it's like certified. I, I guess I'm I making like it's a, just it's an officialness. It's just being official. Here's what I'm doing. I'm I'm saying that if it's not the original source and it's written by someone that's not the source, even though the other person may be involved, I say it's fan fiction. Well, then that's basically everything. Not everything. Well, all of the Star Wars is because it's not written by Lucas. Well, let's let's think about this. When J.J. Abrams, who is a self-admitted huge fan of Star Wars... Yeah. He's a fan. He said, I'm making a movie that all the fans are going to love. 
Yeah. Sounds like it's fan fiction to me. Yeah, so then that's what I'm saying. If you went by that, then everything is fan fiction. Like, basically, just everything that's not by the original person. Right. Well, I guess in this case, there was no Force Awakens source material. But, like, there has been source material for Game of Thrones. There's source material for Harry Potter. They've now turned these into the... But do you consider them a... Because the other argument you can make is, like, okay, it's official... And this is just a separate iterative version of that same story. And it's still, it's its own piece of art versus the original piece of art. And it's not fan fiction. It's just, it's just fictional stories. I mean, it sounds like it's impossible to make a movie based on a book that's not fan fiction. Um, you could but theoretically, you know. I, well, I guess by my, de- by this, by the way, this is not my definition. I'm just throwing this out there as like topic. I know. I'm, I'm like, that's, it's like totally like, it's just a semantic thing, not like an idea thing really. Yeah, I guess I I, it's weird because I think I have a stronger feeling about Harry Potter be, being slightly more fan fictiony than I do Game of Thrones for whatever reason. Um, I kind of think it would be less so, but I don't know. So anyway, folks, if you have an opinion about this, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, because I'm like watching on on the tweets. We didn't get any tweets yet. No tweets. Well, it's a Thursday night. They got things to do. So I. I so by the way, you were talking about your friend Veronica's birthday. It's my birthday. Pressure this weekend. So it's, I'm gonna. It's on Monday, right? Hey, now don't be giving away my birthday. Like you said, it's on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like make it slightly like wrong, so like it's yeah, yeah. exactly. I, mean, I guess maybe in Hawaii it's in the weekend. So um, anyway, oh, it's Guam. It's my birthday. Samoa. Oh, no, it's the Amer- U.S. Samoa or whatever. That's the so, place where the deadline is. Or Alaska. Yeah. All those places. It's on the weekend. So I'm not doing anything really. I, I have plans to maybe go golfing. I think I'm going to go golfing Sunday morning and uh, I'm going to cool. go, go out with my, um, my wife for dinner on my birthday. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, I think my friend Brendan's going to be in town on Monday as well. Or Sunday. Oh, yeah. Night. We didn't read that book yet. I mean, at least I didn't, I'm not going to speak for you. No, I haven't read it yet. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I'm going to meet him for lunch. So we'll see. Uh, but I, I had this funny story over the weekend. So I went golfing kind of early in the morning on Saturday and I came back and it was really hot again and I was tired. So I was taking a nap and the doorbell rings. Who could it be? Yeah. I, I go to the door, ding dong. Who is it? My girl's best friend had paid me a visit. Anyway, no. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that from? Um, things that make you go, hmm? You ever hear that song? Oh yeah, nice. I was in the crib, sitting by my fireplace, drinking Coke, Coke by the bearskin rug. Doorbell rang. Who could be? Who could it be? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, like my friend, like, yeah, what's the... Got to the door, ding dong, who is it? My girl's best friend had paid me a visit. Tight ass could be, tight dressed and all. I knew, she knew that I was faithful and really didn't have the balls. I tried to chill, she made the move I knew. My girlfriend wouldn't approve. I didn't realize my girl was setting me up. Yup, my girlfriend didn't trust me. No, yeah, but I lost control. I couldn't take the bait. I said, chill, baby, baby, chill, baby, baby, wait. My girl busted... <laughs> That's way good. Way good. I don't think I know the song, but I've never actually like listened to the lyrics. That's pretty good. My girl walked in. I was making the boom. She said, girlfriend, things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> 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 
We should just do like a karaoke with no background music <laughs> episode. I would be horrible uh, at it, but um. So no. I anyway. The doorbell rang. I got up, and it was a young, enthusiastic bug removement sale bug remover salesman. Yeah, bug and guy. I, and I mean, was he like, bugging you? <laughs> yeah, he was totally bugging me, and. He was way too enthusiastic about bugs, and he's like, "Hey there, uh, uh, my, my name's uh, Austin. Uh, what's your name, sir?" Uh, you know, and I'm like, uh, "I'm like Peter." He's like, "He's like, do you know, you know out here? Look at look at all these like uh, see these see these webs down here." He's like, "Step out here, step out here. Look, 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 at, look at all these little webs. Get the web, see these webs on these hobo spiders. You got hobo spiders down here." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, he's and he's just hard selling me on the, the freaking bug removal. But this is what's crazy. So at some point I was like, I'm, I wonder if this guy's just like trying to case my place. And he's like, we're walking around, you know, the old rule, like don't walk around the house. Cause someone goes into your house or whatever. He's like taking yeah, me, yeah. he's like taking me out to the side of my Did house. Did you lock the door? No, I didn't lock the door. No, I didn't. So I was like, at, so at some point I was just like, oh, I'm going to step back on this. And I was being real like cagey with my answers just to like, yeah, I know. totally would be. That's weird. Yeah. So I was like, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, let me see your garage. I was like, uh, okay, why? He's like, I just want to, he's like, we have, you know, we see a lot of spiders in there. He's like, and he keeps talking about my neighbors having them come on Tuesday. They're going to do it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I put my garage and um, he, he, he points to the thing. He's like, uh, he's like pointing to the, you know, where the garage door comes down. There's a giant web of spider web there, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that, but I can see well, I'm just saying, there's a giant spider up there. He's like, see right there, there's another homo spider right there. And I'm like, a ho-, he's like, yeah, that's a huge nest. And then he goes like this, he goes, holy fuck. Holy shit. And I'm like, what? He's like, that is the biggest homo spider I ever, I've ever seen. And I look down, and I, I'm not joking. There was a spider. Like, all right, so here's my face. So imagine, th- this is my face. It was probably the size... Maybe like the size of like um, a silver dollar, you know, like a Wait, silver. What do- does that have to do with your face? Well, I'm trying to like put it in perspective, like uh, like you know, like the size of my. If for people who weren't there, but like, it was huge, and I was like, oh my god, right? Yeah. And he's and he's like, do you have a solo cup? This is what he asked me. He's like, do you have a solo cup? <laughs> I'm <very> like specific. <laughs> have a solo cup like what would like just have a solo cup just lying around him um, so i was like i had like um like some plant uh like old like seed things that you know like a little baby tomato plant would go in the i just have starter plastic things yeah i was like here just use this he's like he's like i gotta catch this this is the biggest spider i've ever seen i'm like <laughs> okay he's like it's, he's like these are so cool these are so cool he's like my guys they catch them and then we have them fight <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And needless to say, the kid doesn't even catch it. And it just shoots into somewhere and it's gone. So like this giant <laughs> spider disappears and it's still in my house somewhere. This huge spider that's, by the way, venomous, which if, if it bites you... have you, like a plastic spider to like lower down into the camera right now? Like in a bar when they have it on a string to freak people out. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the time I was walking in my bathroom and I had a spider drop down in front of my face? What? <laughs> no. 
Yeah, I walked into my bathroom. What did you do? I, I Were freaked. you peeing? Did you pee all over? He's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that would, no, I was just wa- – it was like a comedy routine. I was just like, do-do-do-do-do, like just walking, and a spider dropped right down and like right in front of me, and it was just dangling there like that, and it scared <laughs> the shit out of me. I like – I squeaked like – I'm not going to lie. I squeaked like a little girl. I squeaked like a little girl. It dropped right down. I was like, ah. So I like freaked out. I jumped back. It, it would have – I would have walked right into it. It was like head level, you know? I know and that's the worst. They must do that on purpose. Uh, yeah, they were like they probably think it's like food or something. I don't know. Or maybe they were just trying to make their way down, and then they saw me and they're like, "Oh shit!" and they just freeze. You know, they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's like spider in the headlights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, I like I freaked out. I jumped back. It was not that big. It was like maybe like you know, at most like with its legs spread like the size of a dime or something. But it was nevertheless scary. Yeah. And so I like. I grabbed, I like grabbed the tissue and squished it. Um, but anyway, after that guy, he didn't catch it. It disappeared. I've been looking down there for every day. I get out to look at that, uh, that web and I see the web is growing back because we kind of scraped the web out a little bit. So I know that fucking spider is still there. Um, Just spray it with poison or something. Well, I sort of did spray it a little bit, but I used wasp like stuff and I don't think that worked. So I have to get like the spider stuff down there. Um, in any case, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that spider is going to come and kill me at night. I'm fairly certain of it. It's going to. It was no joke. It's no joke. The kid's like, he's like, oh my god. He's like, there's like, uh, there's other spiders in there. Is he? What? What is that? Oh my god, a hornet is in there. It's like he's just like counting all the dead bugs around it. He's like, oh. So anyway, I, I like. Gonna... I like that. Like, uh, this spider was so big that the bug guy was surprised about it. <laughs> it was exactly, exactly. That's and so as soon as he left, I was just like, you know what? I think I need to get a bug guy, but I'm not using that guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Using... I mean... um, oh yeah, you were saying too uh, that like he was just being totally like not professional. Like he was joking about like being poisonous for your dog or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're outside and he's That's like ridiculous. Uh, I, I, he, I was like, I was like, well, what does this do? Is like, is it? He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm sure. He's like, I'm sure you have worries about your dog. He's like, don't worry, your dog will only be sick for a few days. And I looked at him, and he's like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you ever say that? And apparently, yeah, it's like if he's trying to get you to buy it, like that's like the last <laughs> thing, even as a joke. I know. It, he was the worst. He was the best and worst salesman ever. The only reason why he was good is he pointed out a giant a bee's net, a hornet's nest on my house yeah. and a giant spider on the ground. Like, I couldn't, like, believe the size of this spider. So, like, it, it, anyway, if, if anything, he's alerted me to the fact that my house is buggy. That's what I need. That's, that's I could take that away from it. But anyway. <laughs> um. It made you feel like probably more like because the bug guy thought it had a lot of bugs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, when the bug guy jumps up in the air from seeing a spider, you kind of know you have a problem. Yeah. I know. Um, I ju- you know, so we were a little late today. I was watching the first episode of Outcast on uh, Oh, yeah, Cinemax. you mentioned that. So what is that show about? Okay, so I don't know if this show is for you. So I'm going to tell you what the show is about, and then you tell me if this show is for you. Okay. So the first episode, right. it's a little bit slow, but here's the gist of it. It's about demons, okay? So demons, we're in, yeah. So we're, we're introduced to um, 
a main character, and they, they it's kind of very slow going. You don't know what's going on, but we slowly learn that his mother was like insane and was likely possessed. Okay, and yeah, and, and now he's living alone with no food. He's just returned to town. Um, his daughter is like apparently he, he had a daughter and he attacked her or whatever, and the wife left him. So his wife and his daughter are living somewhere else. And he's kind of just a loner in this old house where his mom attacked him when he was a kid and used to lock him in the in the, the cupboard or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we learn there's a kid that gets possessed in the same town here, like by a demon, like an exorcist type situation. And we learn that the demon that possesses this kid might have been the same demon that possessed his mother. By the way, these are all spoilers. And uh, yeah. And like the sh- so, the show is a- a going to follow this character because he has he's called a I guess an outcast because he his apparently and this is a huge spoiler in case you're gonna watch this but do you care I'll tell it to you it's not super crazy but yeah no I don't think you're gonna watch it I mean okay so wait what kind of like supernatural is it is it like religious supernatural or like fantasy supernatural or is it like play into like vampires and stuff or is it different than that so right now i'm gonna go with religious supernatural oh yeah and because the the the, there's a priest that like is trying to do an exorcism on this kid yeah and then and then that other main guy the the guy was telling you about shows up and starts helping the priest to exorcise the kid yeah yeah and and then he does succeed in getting the demon out of the kid's body, but he has to like beat the kid up. And um, we learn that he, you know, when he was like adopted by this other family, and he has a stepsister, and, the, and that stepsister is married to a cop, and that cop arrested him again at the end of the episode because he had to beat this kid up to un, like this like little six year old yeah. kid or seven year old kid to like help get the the demon out of him because the demon was like floating in the air and like like kicking and punching and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. But it, the kid bites his hand and the blood goes into the kid's mouth. And the, apparently his blood is kind of like some sort of anti-venom for demons or something. And it what? like, yeah. And, and it, like the kid, the kid starts like shaking and like, like an epileptic and like, and then like the demon shoots out like this black, like tar shoots out of his mouth and sticks to the ceiling. And that's the, I guess the, physical presence of the demon and then it kind of like comes down to attack him and it just like dissolve like it just a shield like goes around him and causes it to dissipate um and then they the the father the brother-in-law or whatever his step step sister's husband arrests him for beating up the kid but the mom's not gonna press charges because the mom is like just thankful the kid's no longer possessed and um and so they have to release him and the priest takes him home or whatever. And so I, wait, the I, cop was there to see this black thing come out. No, the cop then, wasn't like, there. The cop, no, the cop came there later. Cause I guess the cops were called because the kid was like, you know, had to go to the hospital because it was just got beat the shit out of, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, so better. yeah, no, no, it wasn't like the cop. No, the, the priest was there to witness the whole thing. So now the priest is aware of this whole thing. And it seems like though I've never, so just so you know, this, this uh, show is based off of a comic book which is created by this guy who wrote the walking dead. Oh, really? Oh, so Robert doesn't sound very interesting to me. So, but it was pretty good. I think I'm going to continue to watch it. I thought it was a pretty, um, 
What's it on? It's on Cinemax. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so... Yeah, is there any other... What's the most famous original Cinemax shows? Um, I don't don't know. Emmanuel, part one, two, three... (laughs) No, there's a couple of them. There's Banshee. um, There's one one or two other ones. Um, Oh, gosh, my brain is fried. There's one... There's two shows that they're known for. Banshee and they're like spy shows, like very violent with a lot of nudity spy shows. Never even heard of it. Uh, let me just, I'll get you the name. Uh, Cinemax. I mean, I'm just like, I'm not going to look. I was just curious because I feel like all of the like studios are making a bunch of different shows now. I think that them being one of the old premium ones would have like made it like, you know, more. So they have, they have, they have five, they have five shows Two actually Banshee, which is the and hunted the Nick. Actually, the Nick is pretty good. Outcast and Strike oh, yeah? Back. Yeah, they have five shows. Strike Back is pretty good too. Um, anyway, they're all pretty good shows. Actually, they're not too bad. Um, but yeah, it's it's not not too bad. So here's here's a, a interesting. I want to throw another hypothetical out to you. Um, yeah. So I was listening to this this show, and I think we we touched briefly upon this at work about uh, about. Leia's slave outfit costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to pose a question to you, and I want you to answer as if though I didn't ask this question to you before. Um, Do you think Jabba the Hutt sexually molested Leia? Yes, and I think that it is... uh, It happens in the movie, because I think that when he's basically kiss-slash-slobbering all over her, that would count as sexual assault. So I agree. And do you think that that is a disturbing thing to have in a movie? And I, I'm not saying necessarily, I think like he did worse is what I'm saying. Off screen, he did worse. Uh, is it a disgusting thing to have in a movie? Like, do you think it's inappropriate for a, let's say a six year old kid to watch Empire Strikes Back or because it's sinister uh, to kind of, you know, see this relationship between Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia? Uh, I mean, no. I I guess not. I mean, not compared to anything else that they'd see anywhere. I guess. I mean, I mean, you know, like basically any other show, including cartoons, it's pretty tame. It is pretty tame, but I guess there is an, impl- an uh, not an implicit understanding that Something's happened there between Jabba and Leia so much that she has to choke him out with the chain in which she's, you know, kind of like tethered to him. But there had to be something terrible. And and I there were some interesting points. I, I, I think that she just was captured. I mean, and she's like killing her captor. I, don't, you, I wouldn't think that that was imply anything. I, I feel know. like it's looking too far into it to think that like she has some ulterior hate motive because of sexual assault versus just being like enslaved. I think, see, I disagree. I think the more I think about it, the more I kind of think that Leia was like, kind of like pretty much a, like a rape victim at that point. I mean, I think that it, like you could tell that to- story to yourself, but there's nothing in the movie that would make me draw that conclusion, like 
from anything that they do. Well, here, but, but maybe it's the thing. I don't they, think it's implied either. I don't think I'm not saying it's implied. They're just scared for their lives. Well, here's here's what I'm saying. He was killing people left and right. He was killing people left and right, which is why he didn't kill Leia. So why is that, right? So like he's just throwing people those pig fighters into the. She's like a trophy. Well, I a sex trophy is what I'm getting at, and also yeah, so, but I don't think that it's a sex trophy. Oh I mean, really? Like, yeah, it could be or whatever, but I don't think that that's implied at all. Okay, so I heard an interesting criticism of it, and so hear me out, which is that when we're first introduced to the princess in in Star Wars, the the first movie, a new the New Hope, a New Hope. Yeah, yeah. When Luke and um, when she gets captured, she's just like you know tells Vader pretty much to just like go screw himself, and like Grand Moff Tarkin be like you know go you know go screw yourself. She gets tortured. She gets like she the mind tricks from Darth Vader don't even work on her. And then when she gets rescued, yeah. she's like, "You call this the rescue attempt?" And she's totally like a crazy, like, like haughty princess, and just like is really has a lot of attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she's a princess, right? And that attitude kind of sticks through the whole movie. She's like, got, she's like, I got shit to do, man. Let's get out of here. You know, even during a rescue attempt. But and the Jabba Palace, the moment she has that slave costume on, she doesn't say a word. So I think shit went down. I think shit went down so bad that she got broken. She was broken. She couldn't even say anything. She was just totally like just a broken individual because Jabba was like totally taking advantage of her sexually. I don't think so. I mean, also, oh, to your point of another argument of that is would Jabba even like find her like sexually arousing or would he just do the stuff to torture her? I mean, I think that maybe she was tortured, but I don't think that she was necessarily sexually assaulted. Well, here's my point. I don't, I don't this... even think that she was necessarily tortured. I mean, I think that it's just like basically like fear for your life. Well, that's my point. She was tortured in the first movie off camera. Remember that droid that came in with like the syringes and the like lasers? And yeah, the... I know. That, that's, I feel like that is way more implicit of sexual assault than Jabba the Hutt. But my point is, even after she was done with that, like, even after she was tortured, she still was, like, lying to Vader, like, it's this place. No, it's that place. It's this place. Even that torture didn't get her to shut up. But when she was, like, in that job of the palace, she didn't say a word. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, but he, then she killed him. I know. That's my point. And she did it in such a way that was so vicious and vile, where she grabs the thing and grabs it around his neck and just pulls, pulls, pulls. I don't know. It seems I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was that vicious and vile. She choked him. I mean, <laughs> like, like he like <laughs> choking someone is not that vicious or vile. With it's the like chain, one of, like, the least hardcore ways you can kill someone. I don't know. If you were to think of a story, let's say, and I'm not. I'm just saying, like, you're a slave and you're being held there by a chain, and then you get that chain and you grab your captor wrap it around his neck and keep going until you either snap it or choke it out i think that's a total like vicious way to take out your captor not just like you know no, i mean it's like it's like i not ironic but it's like i mean it's like showing that you use the thing that they captured you with to kill them it's like the two-sided sword or whatever like it's that whole thing, which is okay. more what I've heard that they actually meant in the movie. Which is what? Is that like she used the ch- her chains that she was captive with, like turned it against him. 
Right. It's the, yeah. There's like, a, and that's why a, they were saying that like the she was. It was more about empowerment than it was about slavery. I mean, I think it's kind of dumb that like that is like such a big deal in general in like nerd culture that like it's like, and they're taking the toys off and stuff. I mean, it's like there's so many things that are like not even like that's not that bad compared to a bunch of other stuff. So I think there's a couple perspectives. It's one, we're not a woman, so we don't know how to react. It also has to do with what age you saw the movie, I think. Because when I saw the movie, I kind of didn't, like, you know, think about it that way. I just thought it was like, ooh, look at that girl in the bikini. But then now that I think about that, I was thinking that way, that's kind of gross too, right? It's like we're objectifying a woman who's being objectified by a slug, giant, like, space slug. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like we're on job of the hut side because we kind of, like – get this like sexualized view from of Leia through the eyes of this true criminal. Arguably Jabba the Hutt is the only true bad guy in all of the movies. Really? Yes. What about the, um, the guy who was, uh, so, so there's the, the person who was trying to give rations in the very most recent movie, the guy who's giving rations to, um, you know, whatever that Ray or whatever, and he was cheating her. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm referring to the original first three movies. Let's let's be clear. Like, and then so all. Oh yeah, because the one before that also the guy who ran the, like basically, like Anakin was the slave of with his mom or whatever. Well, that's another thing. Like that they don't even talk about. There's that's another thing. Anakin was a freaking slave. Like. So, like, they don't... They, that, that's another problem I have with the Jedi. Is like, they're willing to take one slave away, but they're not willing to liberate an entire people. That's stupid. Also, so, anyway, I guess my point is this, is that the... If you were to look at the uh, episodes four, five, and six, right? New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. I feel like the only true, true bad guy is Jabba the Hutt. Because I could kind of understand where Vader's coming from and where the Emperor's coming from. Like... The more I watch it, the more I try to understand like what the Empire was trying to do. And it, and, and, and the Emperor like is more truly evil because they are actually evil. Like they're only in their self-interest. Like they're not trying to help anyone else. That's not true. They're, they're not trying, trying to, to unify anything. Yes, they are. They're trying to put order in the universe. That's what Vader says to his son as he's trying That's to convert. That's what Vader him. says, but he's not uh like he's not like a Sith Lord or whatever. I'm just saying, I could see, I could understand where the Empire is coming from. They didn't, they wanted to, they didn't like all these bickering. Not the, so Empire is different than the Emperor. He was the head of the Empire. Yeah, but he was just using it. For what? For what? What was he using it for? For power, for himself. I mean, just like any dictator. That's why they're evil. No, most dictators do it for money. They do it for, like, I'm going to pillage. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like, not... like, all the money is power. I mean, that's, like, the whole thing. It's just for yourself, and they don't care about... Like, he didn't, he didn't care about, like, if a planet was, like, you know, like, oh, that planet is, like, has one person on it that, like, I don't like. I'll just blow the whole thing up. Like, he has... You know what I mean? Like, he definitely would do that. Like, the Emperor, 100%, is evil. I think the Emperor... Like, he has, like, he has no good side to him. Well, guess what? He blew up Eldron because what's his face? Uh, Princess Leia or whatever was just like, yeah, that's where my base is, or that's where the rebel forces are, or whatever. Didn't he? Like that was 
he was trying to kill the rebel forces. That's what he was trying to do. And he felt if no, I could... No, I mean, like, that's... And also, that's not the Emperor. That was... But anyways, like... That was great about anything, Not only the rebels. I, I feel like people were just living their life. Like, regardless of the rebellion, regardless of the intergalactic council or whatever... People were just living their lives, and regardless of what was happening with the rebel forces and the and the empire, is what I'm getting at. And and they could live their lives without even ever having to interact with any of these two forces that were happening around them. And so, if yeah. he is trying to control the galaxy, don't you think there'd be some sort of crazy overarching like presence on all of these planets? Because it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like it. It only seemed like they, they the presence was there when they were trying to stop. Or capture someone that was part of the rebellion. No, the overarching presence was there because they had the flyers up and stuff for like the empire. I mean, the empire def- definitely was like on every one of those planets. Like they had stormtroopers on every uh, every like empire controlled planet. That's not true because when they when they went to go where Luke was on um, what was it Tatooine or whatever, right? Laura's yeah. moisture forage or whatever. There was no stormtroopers there. The stormtroopers showed up because they were tipped off that that's where Ben Kenobi was or whatever, or that's where the droid was. They had to go find that. Go find those two droids. Pretty. I mean, I, there's definitely like a like a hierarchy of people that report on each planet. I mean, just like a government that there's local, there's muni- municipalities or whatever of the government, which is part of the empire. I, I mean, guess it's the same amount that the U.S. government affects my life. I guess, yeah. I, and, but by the way, you I know, mean, the, it's not that day to day, I might not think that it is. But I mean, I'm using their money. I'm like following their rules. Like it's the well, same thing. Well, interesting fact that you bring that up is that George Lucas has said uh, on a number of occasions that the Emperor was actually supposed to represent Richard Nixon. As a matter of fact, when he built the the Emperor Palpatine's like royal chamber he built it in an oval space like the oval office and he also made the ewoks the ewoks were supposed to represent the north vietnamese did you know oh, this really? I, yeah the ewoks were supposed to represent... seems pretty racist or something no it was a untechnologically savvy um civilization that was able to take down the empire using tactics that were not considered of the time it seems super political it is political. I guess this is my point, is that just, like, there is political overtones to this, uh, or I should say modern, well, not modern day at the time, overtones that Lucas threw into this. Um, but Has I Lucas guess, ever talked about the Princess Leia slave thing? He must have, because that's the definitive word. I'm not sure. No, I don't, think he, I don't think he has, actually. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I know What's-Her-Face has talked about it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher? Yeah, she, doesn't, she didn't really I like it. Before you. That's impressive. Yeah, she didn't really like it at all. She didn't like the outfit at all. But she didn't like any of it, really. No, I think she. I think she did. I don't. I, I don't get a sense. I thought that... she was just all super drugged up and stuff during the whole thing, and wasn't that into it. No, I have no idea. I honestly, I don't I mean, know. I didn't like. That's just what I gather from hearing stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really sure. So anyway, back to the, the point at hand. Uh, Leia was sexually assaulted. You say no, I say yes. Well, you say yes, but not what I not as in-depth as what I say. I say she was a broken I mean, I, woman. I think that there's, like, you could 
come to that conclusion, but I don't think that it's like implied or like I don't think there's anything that like says that explicitly like at all. It would be totally implied. Like there's nothing just by <laughs> circumstance. But I, I mean like, that's just like there's yeah, I feel like there's always slaves in stuff like kids shows and stuff. There's just like that's something that happens like someone's under someone's control and like you wouldn't explicitly think that they're getting sexually assaulted even though like you could think of that I guess if you wanted. I think it's completely reasonable for Disney to say we're not going to make any slave Leia costumes anymore because there is a even if it's like and I know this is like I mean I feel like it's only reasonable in the case that I mean it's not unreasonable because they can do anything they want but it's mostly reasonable just for the fact that it's such a big like just that people are talking about it makes it more real. Like if the, if there was a scene just like this in some really minor movie and they had toys for it, like and then just nobody cared because they didn't even think of that. It wasn't like a, a hot topic. Like they wouldn't stop. It's only because people care about it now. You know, thank you for bringing up hot topic. Hot topic is our sponsor this week. Hot topic. If you love clothing, <laughs> that yeah, is, you go to the cashier and use the coupon code Fresher Parlance Show. 20 off. And, uh, you, parlance, uh, 20 off. You'll get uh, $20 off your $50 purchase. Just go in there and say yeah. Fresh and Par 20 off. And then if they don't know what you're talking about, just say, I mean, I got it on freshandparlance.com. True. It's true. And if uh, and uh, that's it. That's all we got for that. But anyway, yeah, so I no, I could see why why people could be offended. She was imprisoned by an evil space slug and forced to wear an outfit which objectified her. And so of all the outfits that she wore, that seems to be the one people kind of more gravitate to in all of the three movies. And that's yeah, it's because of, it was the hottest one that she wore. But that's the point, right? You're objectifying her being objectified by the space slug. Yeah, but I mean, it was still like the hottest one that she wore. And it was a really cool outfit. I understand that, but you get what I'm saying, right? I understand your points yeah, I get of view. What you're saying, and I like just the hope that you get what I'm saying, because I mean, I, it's I know, like it's just like the it's the same as like almost anything like that. I mean, you could any movie on the beach with the bikini or whatever could be almost as like. No, it's not that way. It's like all right. Let's say, for instance, I mean, it's like another level of that, but it's the same, like objectifying. It's like put hot chicks in ads because people like it. Right, but in this case, there's a dynamic between her and the per- and a captor. Yeah, there's an extra part of it, but I'm right. just saying, like, if you're like, d- like, dumb and like you don't even care about any of the stuff, like, and you're not overthinking it, you're like, ooh, boobs. <laughs> I mean, like, that's like the, that's the part the why it's popular. <laughs> that's exactly right, and so I think <laughs> if. Like, I mean, and then you can like put it in all these contexts and think of how like it's worse because right, of like the context. But like, here's here's my point. By here's the thing: if Disney just says we're not meant to make this anymore and just does that for one month, and it makes people think about that without people going, yeah, bring it back, you know, like that, and they just may let people know that like there is a certain extra element to this thing, and then they just like, all right, whatever, we're resuming production again. I think that's sufficient enough to just get the point across. You get what I'm saying? I just want people to understand that there's, there is a subtext to... I mean, I think that would be dumb if they take it off and then put it back. Like, if they just take uh, it off, just take it off. It doesn't even matter that much. 
it doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter. People are still going to dress like Leia at a cos at a cosplay convention. Um, yeah, and like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, if they want to stop making it because it like they get complaints, then they should just stop making it. Like, it's not a huge deal. <laughs> I just, I, it's not a huge deal. And by the way, we're we're literally. T- I don't really have a side. I don't care. I'm just p- p- taking an argument for argument's sake to kind of further <laughs> right. the conversation. To further the conversation. Speaking of um, uh, women, though, in bikinis or not in bikinis, Hillary did win the nomination. Yeah, there's nothing. She is. <laughs> I could guarantee you there is no convention in which someone's going to come dressed up as Hillary in a bikini. I could guarantee you that. I don't think that's true. It could happen. No, they definitely do. They definitely do because they have those. Uh, some of those convention people like have the um, George Bush or Nixon masks, but then it's like just a bikini chick that's like way busting out. They do that. Okay. Well, if you can, I've not seen those, but I, I get what you're saying. But anyway, this is, I think, a momentous moment in a momentous moment. So I'm using momentous and moment in. It's a very exciting time for uh, you know the feminist movement to have a female leader get uh, nominated for president in one of the main kind of party systems. Uh, it's the first time ever. Yeah. It kind of got lost, I think, because of the whole Bernie bro situation going on. Um, but I think people are I mean, starting. It got to- lost because of all of the crazy stuff. I mean, I, know, I don't know. think it's lost though, because I don't even. I mean, I think it's important, but I like just to have a first. You know, like, it's cool to just, like, have it be a normal thing. Like, it's normalizing it. I mean, we did have a black president before a woman president. Yeah, so, well, then, like, yeah, I like that it's, like, normalizing to, like, have different stuff. It's dumb that it's, like, not normal. <laughs> and it's funny that like, the... Most, like, other major countries have had these things already. And it's kind of, well, I think, I forget the number, but there's, like, something like 80 places around the world that have had a women leader before us. Yeah, um, I mean, there's but, Merkel or whatever in Germany. Oh, there's a ton of them. I mean, the prime minister, like, Margaret Thatcher was, like, a leader in Britain during the Reagan era, right? Like, there's been... I know. So, I mean, it's good that we finally have one. I mean, it's, it is, like, an accomplishment or whatever, but I think it's more just, like... Finally. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. We got one. And also, I mean, it's not like she's anointed president yet. We still have the election. um, So there's no guarantee here. But I will say, like, it's interesting because we have the women, a woman finally, like, rising to power. And then on the other side, we have someone who's kind of, like, divisive and kind of doesn't like. Well, I love women. I love women. They're great. They're great. I have uh, many women. I have many women. I think they're fantastic people. You know, like, but like, I feel like Donald Trump is kind of like taking the line of kind of like being more uh, uh, of hate versus inclusion. So, yeah, for sure. Because it works. (laughs) Because it works. We'll see how it goes. Like, yeah. I I would be, I think it's not that likely at this point with Hillary and Trump, but I thought that with Trump in the first place. So, it's still, it's not a, it's not over. So you think Trump has a chance is what you're saying? I mean, I, th- I don't think so, but just by, I'm not willing to like concede that it's like totally not possible. He's just kind- because people surprise me. You he's, know what I mean? ki- 
Yeah, he's kind of self-destructing right now. I don't know if you've seen the news. But like I mean, it seems like he's been doing that forever though, but I don't understand like if it's any And now it's kind of things are yeah, it's a little bit more right now. Things are unraveling a little bit, just a little bit. Um he made some comments. Is there any way if um if he like say it's in the general election, like in three months or whatever, right? That's gonna be general election times for sure, right? Uh, November, right? So, but the convention's in July. Yeah, I mean, well, just like when they're ramping up for just like Hillary versus Trump. Yeah. If it was, if that's what it is or whatever, which probably, yeah, it is, right? But the, so when that ramps up, what if Trump just drops out? Like, what would the Republicans, what can they do? Um, after, like on his own accord, what if he just drops out? That's a great question. I have no idea if he just drops out. Like, can did. they do anything? They don't just, like, give up the presidency, right? No, I think they would have to nominate someone else for president. So, but they can do that? I don't know. I have no idea. I think they could do whatever they want. They are the, they're their own party. They could put up whoever they want for the, for the presidency. That's true. I feel like that seems not unlikely. You think like he just gets so like buried that he just? I mean, if if you're saying that he's like totally not doing well or something like, it, it's we're not at that level of not doing well. We're just kind of, it's like teetering. You know what I'm saying? He like he he's kind of reached a peak here, and I think he could either flat like just flat. And I don't want to say flatline, but like he could maybe ride it out and stay flat, or he could like drop significantly. I think that's where we kind of are with Donald Trump right now. Um, yeah, we're or starting just like since yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see. Like it's it's definitely even though it's over in terms of the 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 nominations and, and stuff, I think we still have a lot more to go. Right, the general election could be an interesting uh, an interesting time for our yeah, country. They do sure. debates, right? I kind of want to see their debate. Yeah, they should have. They theoretically, if I remember correctly, they will do three. They should do three debates one on one. What if, like, uh, Trump doesn't go and just has another rally? <laughs> <laughs> and then not use that, and then say he's going to do it for charity and then never, and never pay anyone? I mean, I it's possible. Like that would be not unlikely. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of running out of time here, but I, wanted, I did want to say a couple things. News that, the news that passed us by, Muhammad Ali passed away this week. Great fighter, kind of known as the greatest of all time, or the GOAT, as they say. And also, another great fighter, not so great of all time, but Kimbo Slice passed away this weekend. Do you know who Kimbo Slice is? I don't even know who that is. He was this big dude who kind of got famous because he would smash people's face in bare-fisted in the streets. Like, he was, like, one of the first internet, like, MMA fighters before the internet was... Wait, like, like, he'd smash people in the face just for fun? No, they would fight in the streets of, in, like, Florida, and they would videotape it. And I think his first ever, like massive like internet sensation hit was he worked security for like a porn um a porn a porn company yeah someone they would do these bare knuckle brawls in the parking lot and he and someone recorded it and then put it on a porn site and that's how he became internet famous and then from that he parlayed that into a career of uh in mixed martial arts much later in his life yeah that's crazy yeah it's true that um, last but not least, um, Axel Rose, he sent a notice to Google to remove his fat memes from the internet. Uh, 
<laughs> and that just made it worse. I didn't even know there were Axl Rose fat memes till I saw this story, and then I looked it up, and oh my, it was so much funny. Yeah, I wasn't even sure who Axl Rose was, so it wasn't that funny to me. Oh, 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 sweet pie of mine. That's That was one of them, sweet pie of mine. Anyway, <laughs> um, hey, Fresher. Hey. Did you know that we're part of a podcast network? What? It's yes. true. It's called the Soon to Be Name <laughs> Network. You get it at the Soon to Be Name Network.com. It has such great shows yeah. as. It has such great shows as uh, Longbox Heroes, Prodigal Sons Podcast, Podvocacy, uh, Profane Arguments, pr- uh, Prime Defective, uh, Puzzle Warrior. It's, it, it, as Leonard likes to say, it's the network of peas. <laughs> yeah, I like Prime Defective as my favorite name. Um, and also your favorite, right? You listen to that every week. Yeah, best. No, um, sorry, guys. So anyway, uh, <laughs> take it out. Take a check out. At the, those guys, they're all, they're all pretty good shows. They're entertaining. They're sort of like-minded individuals. I wouldn't say all of us are like-minded. Anyway, check it out at soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.com also go to yeah, fresh and check out yeah fresh and you can tweet at us at fresh and par or you can just message us on facebook or just search for us on google or whatever and email us <laughs> literally just go to google type in fresh and and you will find us you don't even need the dot com don't hey, we did have a comment. We did have a comment on here, by the way. Did you see that on Facebook? On where? On YouTube or? No, on Facebook. I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, uh, we have a comment from Todd. Let's see what he said here because my internet is slow because I'm you know streaming the show here. He said, uh, "Hmm, maybe oh, ha parlance." Oh, parlance. Oh, I was misspelling on my sh- on my thing. You didn't even notice oh, that. Oh, I didn't even notice. Huh. What a dude. Parlance. Parlamps. You know what's funny is that I fixed it and it didn't fix. Look, watch this. Oh, you have to turn it on and off. Is it working? Yeah, see, I fixed it. Oh, I had fixed that and it didn't work. Uh, That's annoying. Anointing. Anyway, so uh, you got anything else you want to add before we uh, we, uh, fix it? I think I'm good. It's okay, another check. 101. You just got Fresh and Parlance. Fresh and Parlance 101. Next week will be 102 where we get into the basics of we move off of Slave Leia outfits and onto was the Empire really that bad? We kind of touched on it this week. We'll get more, we'll get more next week. This until is, next uh, time. Until next time, this is Parlance saying <laughs> sayonara muchachos. And this is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs>